Yeah, a few technical difficulties. We'll have to keep the season. Not, it's definitely not a new season, is it? Are you going to blame oh, yeah. it on the new house? Or? Uh, no, just uh, I, I haven't been using my headset very much. I've just been just on your own so, incompetence. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Cut a long story short. How are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. Matt. How are you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. How does it feel there. like it's been about five weeks since we've done one, but it's actually been two? Yeah, a lot's happened, doesn't it? A lot has happened, yeah. A lot, yeah, definitely. Uh, just want to say to everyone, welcome to Talking Heads and Tales podcast. Back after a small break due to many different reasons. I'm sure we'll go into a few, but yeah. Pat, how are you? You've probably had the biggest change. I see you've got a new haircut. Yeah, yeah, got a new haircut. Uh, that's about it, really. Nothing else has changed. Just um, had a couple of weeks just doing nothing. So it's been great, actually. Really enjoyed myself. Had my feet up. Nice um, and refreshed. Nice and refreshed. I took a lot of time for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, moved out. Um, met, met you boys for a few drinks and uh, found myself ill for the next 10 days. It was great. Really enjoyed myself. <laughs> out from the... Um... Moving house process. What did you find most surprising, or did you find anything surprising? Or uh, I think it's weird. I think the thing that I found the most weird is is you'll obviously you go through all those like all formalities and it's all quite formal. But then on the actual day, you literally just pick up pitch up to an estate agent and they're like, "Yeah, here's the keys." And you're like, "Right, what happened?" Like, there's no like. In a process, it's really formal. It's really, like a really informal end to it. You literally just walk in and they go, oh, have you bought that house there? Yeah, cool. Here's all the keys you need. And you just walk away with like six sets of keys to a house you've never been in. Yeah, I think that's when, when I moved into my house. That was the weirdest thing. We've just, it really does be Purple Bridge, which is like all online. So I just met who was buying the house off. And he went, here's keys. I went, all right, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, this is just completely bizarre. And then you just walk in and there's absolutely nothing in the house. You're like, what do I do here? Where'd you start? Yeah, but like, where'd you start? But then also like, post starts coming through. That's the thing that's like, I found so weird is like, because at the end of this, like the end of the process, they just give you some keys and you're like, this doesn't feel right. But then like two days later, you got the council. They're like, yeah, we know you live here now. So start paying council tax. And you're like, right, okay. They've told someone. Yeah. Um, were you surprised at how much stuff you had? When I when I moved house, I it absolutely blew my mind how much stuff you just accumulate over the years. And yeah, I think loads and loads of boxes of miscellaneous shite. Yeah, that just needs to go in the bin. And the, I don't know the amount of times George has said to me, "Pat, just you're just going to put this in the bin," and I've been like, "No, no, 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 I'll keep it." realistically it just needs to go in the bin i think the problem that we've got is like is a real that that how much shit do you own problem is have has been drawn out because we've not like properly moved in we've just been like moving stuff across a car load at a time um like you got a big car well like like you just move it across and like i was like so is this all the stuff from the kitchen then and georgia was like no there's like loads more and i was like all right okay and it's that those like moments you're like why do we need this many plates? And we're not putting them in a drawer this time. Yeah. Um, someone summed it up. A, I'm glad you're not putting plates in a drawer. When that happened last time, my head fell on the floor. Oh, but, and it was mid-exams, wasn't it? My head didn't yeah. just fall on the floor. I just lost the plot. <laughs> but who puts plates in a drawer? Uh, well, that is a hill I'll die on. That is yeah. a hill I will die on. Who puts yeah. plates in a drawer? Not cool. Um, I've got uh, a lot of play with Liz on his own, and he said he's got eight plates, eight uh, sets of cutlery, eight bowls, and all he does is use the top one, wash it, put it back, use the top one, <laughs> wash it, put it back. So uh, that's, that's going to sum up my life. Uh, well, I'm not living on my own soon, but I probably will be doing it over the next couple of years. Yeah, what, accumulating <laughs> shit, waiting to move into a house, then trying to decipher what to keep or not? Yeah, well, I've already done that a couple of times. Uh, I'd, I'd probably <laughs> say my personal belongings 
decreased by about 80% last summer. Yeah, I think what I did, because I've not moved far from my family home, I've still just left a considerable amount of stuff just there, just in case I'll ever need it. But I've gone for the last two years in this house, not needing it, but it might come around someday. I think that's the... Yeah. I bet your mum's over the moon with that, Brad. Oh, it means I have to go back though, doesn't it? But I go back thinking, oh, I might use this. And then I look at it and go, I'll leave it here. But in hindsight, it's just going to be... But anyway, Jed, how's your week then? Um, yeah, it was all right. First couple of weeks back in work. Uh, obviously, with any with any job, just straight back in the deep end. But we've been kind of understanding about not needing to push myself, which has been good. Yesterday, I might say off uh, this week, week of annual leave, which I just had booked in, and I just kept it because, I mean, because changing all days and work can be a bit of a nightmare. It just seemed to time well. Because uh, last week my birthday, so I, and I didn't get to see my family, so I've come up to my mum and dad's. Driving through Manchester yesterday, uh, pull up to some traffic lights. My starter stopped, kicked in uh, my car, and didn't restart. Oh, um, battery was absolutely hell fucked off. So yeah, so up Manchester Road, which is one of the busiest roads in Alden, uh, I was just stranded with some hazard lights on. Uh, waiting for my uncle to come and help me push it to the side of the road. Obviously, I'm two months post back reconstruction, so don't really have the strength to push a Renault Clio currently. Uh, I don't know if I ever did. Uh, and someone drove past me, wound his window down and went, oh, you can't park there, mate. I was thinking, oh, this isn't the time for jokes. <laughs> that uh, is inflammatory. That is a yeah. joke. Yeah, it was. But um, I was there with my hazard lights on in a filter lane. Like there was enough room in front of me for people to pull around me. But people were still pulling into the filter lane, pulling right up to me, to my car, and then indicating back out the filter lane. I was thinking, mm, have you not looked up? Can you not see them hazard lights on? Can you not me can you not see me standing at the side of a Renault Clio in on a central reservation? That is Oldham Drive. That that's not Oldham driving. That is Manchester Road driving. Yeah. It's absolutely the, uh, road. Did the police turn up, Jad? No, they didn't. Um, my uh, uncle massively helped me out. Him, my auntie, and my cousin turned up. And he kind of stopped the traffic whilst I let my car roll because it was down a hill. Well, it was on like a hill. Rolled down the hill using only my handbrake to control it because the brakes weren't working because the electrics were shot. Uh, and then when I got to the bottom of the filter lane, uh, there was like a bit of a curb, so they pushed me up. So luckily, I was off the road fairly, fairly swiftly. And then they then the AA showed up uh, and sorted me out. But yeah, it was a it was this it was a frightening experience to say the least. But. I got up to Whitby, uh, which was good. How does it feel to be responsible for your own red line on Google Maps? Um, to be fair, it, I wasn't uh, causing a massive traffic jam, which was good. The traffic good. wasn't big enough to... If it was rush hour, I would have been the most hated man in Oldham because that road gets busy anyway in rush hour. But yeah, that's my week, so I'm looking forward to... A week of nice weather in Whitby, which is forecast to snow on Wednesday and Thursday. Nice. So, gorgeous week last week in work, this week off rubbish weather. Did you bring your sledge with you? Uh, no, I didn't bring my sledge with me, unfortunately. I bought like some walking boots, like, oh yeah, I'll go for a nice walk on the moors. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, that's that's been me, Brad. How have you been? Um... Yeah, been good actually. I had a bit of an eventful week on last weekend. There's a wedding on Saturday. Everyone from the wedding got COVID, so that was brilliant. Apart from one man and one man only, me. Made a crypt tonight. <laughs> Collectively, <laughs> we've had a we've had a bad couple of weeks here. We? <laughs> it's summed up by I think every day I was just waiting for the lads group chat for someone to say they were worse people worse than me. Just, just to make me feel a little bit better. So, um, the picture of my stranded car yesterday it probably made you feel a bit better, did it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> people's downfall sometimes does cheer you up, doesn't it? And yeah. then on 
on the Sunday I went to London to what was meant to be a meal at Buckingham Palace, but it was like on Buckingham Palace grounds. So not exactly Buckingham Palace, but it's still Bougie's, Bougie's what can be. So that was good. That was a nice little experience. Nice. What was the palace like? Um, uh, you must be one of the only few people from Salford to be from, to be allowed in. It was actually the palace. It was like the palace grounds. It's where like, it's like the princess usually and stuff stay. Same applies then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely, definitely the only, only northern person to be there, especially from Salford. But yeah. I, to be fair, it was, it was smart. We were in like, with my friends down there um, in the army sort of thing. So nice. in, the, in this room where there's a painter, Queen Victoria, and it's one of four in colour because she got them all, all after, after her husband died. She got them all painted black. So do you, does that mean that if Queen Victoria was around now, she'd be a strictly black and white filter operator on Instagram? Oh, I imagine so. But I don't... Um, do you think she would be on Instagram? Oh, yeah, you have to, surely all the royals have to have some Instagram page. Does the Queen have Instagram? I was going to say, as the, have you ever been on the Queen's Instagram? I know she had Twitter, didn't she? That was used to be like, that was eight. Have you got the app downloaded, Brad? Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Do some, do, definitely do some Dior on that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what has cheered me up. Uh, really got me got me through some, some tough weekends. The return of the NRL. Oh, it's been brilliant. It's been well timed, and especially now the clocks have changed. The um, timings for the games are a bit more favourable to us. So, two games on a Saturday can now be fitted, and the Sunday yeah. game definitely. But um, early thoughts. Go on, Brad. Sorry. While searching the Queen, I won't. It, I, it won't just be the Queen. What, what's actually on the actual name? Not well, obviously it's like the Queen. Royal Highness Elizabeth II. What was the Twitter? This this one. Sure. Elizabeth. Wouldn't you oh, be a li- Is her surname Windsor? No. Try Elizabeth <laughs> underscore MCFC underscore Windsor <laughs> thirty eight or whenever she was born. That's actually meant to rise. Yeah, Queen also follows <laughs> the Solly Rads. <laughs> <laughs> Does the Queen have it? Oh, boys, that's it. Before I forget, I've got a story about London. So it's yeah. um sorry, no, I do want to talk about the league because it is pride and joy, but I've got a good story. So going back from this meet this meal we had, and obviously it got a bit leery. So takeaway has to be consumed on the way back. So we've got the book the bus back at like half 11 12 and went into this place called french tacos i went oh i love tacos mexican food these are my favorite foods so i ordered this what was a french taco and all the ingredients are all like mexican so i had like guacamole some some like specific chicken different types of cheeses bit of mixed beans and stuff and it comes and i didn't realize the name before i got in there it was literally just a fucking baguette or panini <laughs> <laughs> with Mexican filling I was like this absolutely woeful dessert <laughs> French tacos in other words a panini with Mexican filling that's class was it nice it sounds nice still it does but I think the name should be like Mexican Mexican paninis no Mexican baguette because French tacos you'd probably expect what some snails on, on us. Yeah, French legs, ta- frogs legs, tacos. Yeah, fr- not the not the way around, but it was nice. Yeah, um, I mean, it did should kind it, of. Should it have been called Mexican ish? <laughs> I was Mexican wondering. I was like, so, normally you go to a Mexican, it'll say like three tacos, two tacos. It was just one. I was like, it's either a really big taco. Oh, something's got to be different on, with this taco. It was a, but like, it wasn't a really big taco. Isn't a really big taco just a wrap? <laughs> yeah, burrito. Yeah. Well, essentially, essentially, <laughs> French, yeah, French it's a burrito. Baguette. But no, it was it was a it was like a baguette. Um, 
that is it was a bit frustrating but it's edible. talking of um talking of rogue food of you be boys been looking at the footy scram twitter page oh yeah it's uh there's some some really good good food but there's some questionable food and i was thinking on the line on the lines of french <laughs> yeah, taco love it brad on the french taco does have instagram no way <laughs> Yeah, 10.6 million followers. The Bugsy Malone follows her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that says more about me than I follow Bugsy Malone. So, go on. Uh, footy Scran, what are you saying, Pat? I was just thinking, not in, on the same lines as um, uh, French French taco, uh, I don't know if you saw the kiwi and sausage pizza that you could buy in Japan for £6.20. As in kiwi fruit? As in kiwi fruit. Not chopped up people from New Zealand? <laughs> no, no. That sounds better. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not... I mean, I don't judge people who, who are, but I'm not a pineapple on pizza kind of guy, so I feel like that's that's the line they're going down, but I've got it horrendously wrong. Yeah, see, I was thinking this. Like, I don't mind... I don't mind pineapple on pizza. I, like, I'm not... I don't hate it, but I wouldn't actively go for it. But kiwi's like next level. Kiwi's like I can imagine it goes really mushy when it goes hot as well. Yeah. Does do you reckon the kiwi goes under the oven, or is it you put it on after? It looked like it had. Did it? Mm. There are mm. some funky things on that footy scram, though, aren't they? Like yeah, I there's some banging really, looking. There's some really, really good looking food as well. Yeah, I really rate it as like a, a Twitter feed. I think it's. Quite engaging, quite like, oh, I'd eat that, or well, that's a bit yeah. expensive. I love how they put the price on it, like it makes any difference of me flying all the way to to a random game in Japan just for the food. Spa, yeah, to get a really nice looking chicken and chips. There was one that was, um, for like one thing is, I do like the price as well, though, because there's like Polish third division. You could get a roll, a gherkin, a sausage, and some ketchup for one pound twenty. I was like, well, "That sounds brilliant." But my um, my favourite thing I've seen on it is Rochdale and Indian fusion sold at Rochdale. It, it's that sounds well good. A, a muffin or a bread roll for people not from Oldham with a, a chicken balsy pie and a vegetable samosa in. Oh, yeah, I could get involved with that. That uh, sounds yeah. brilliant. That is when cultures mix and actually make something that's that's worthy yeah. of eating. The funniest thing is on Come Down With Me when people try fusion and it's just like the most random thing <laughs> ever to make, like pork pie sushi. <laughs> uh, perhaps just a quick one on that uh, kiwi pizza. Yeah. The kiwi actually sold out. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the little tweet they did in response to it. That's to translate it, but yeah, it's mad. Um, the other thing that I've seen on the uh, footage ground, shout out to local Spennymore United. They made it for £2 pints. Oh, but now that's something I can get behind. That's dangerous. Yeah, I was like, I'll be getting myself there at some point soon. Yeah. Um, Kick-offs at of... three, you're there at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, you know I'm not a lager operator. But I saw something in a pub the other day which will really frustrate both of you. So someone asked for a pint of Guinness and they didn't have it. They did run out. Uh, so he, they said, what else do you want? And I think they had like Madri, Moretti, Estrella uh, on top. And then this, what he went for, Carlin. Oh, oh yeah. Like, if you're going to be forking out four quid minimum for a pint of Guinness, you might as well get a decent lager. Yeah. yeah as well. It was it was in Castlefield in Manchester, so it was like over five or a pint. So Carlin or Carlsberg. I don't if it's if it's the only options I wouldn't even go I'd rather do Coca Cola. Yeah. Foster's I think's pretty pretty low that on that level on that list as well. No, I like Foster's from um, from the top. It's quite nice. I'd rather drink Carlin than Foster's, to be fair. Oh, here's another one. That's what you just mentioned. Like, where has Magic come from? I've never seen Magic before in my life, apart from 
when I first went to the Salford Roosters clubhouse. Where's it? It's just blossomed out of nowhere. I know it has blossomed out of nowhere. You said when you said where's it come from, just add a D <laughs> onto the end of the name. <laughs> That's where you'll get. But um, yeah, no, I, I bought four cans of it the other day from a corner shop. I was like, I've never even seen this sold in shops. It's lovely. Yeah, I've that. Yeah, it is nice. I do like it. It's probably yeah. up there one of the best lagers. I think that's something we can touch on as we venture into a lot of top threes throughout yeah, the podcast. Um, but let's the, the sell it in the dockyard in spinning fields, which are really nice boozer, especially on a nice day. Oh, that sounds lovely. good. So back that on the NRL, good. Jed, what um, what is there of note that happened this week? Anything apart from? Uh, do you want my early season thoughts? Go not on. Bad, not bad shout. My early season thoughts are the Knights and the Cowboys have surprised me. I thought they were both going to be dogs. Um, the top eight, the battle's going to be very tight. I genuinely don't know who's going to make the top eight, apart from obviously the top few positions. And Penrith look very good even without Nathan Cleary. They're my three early season. What was the last bit about Penrith? They look very good even without Nathan Cleary. Yeah, they look daft. But part, first year watching the... I know you've watched bits of it in the past, but first year kind of being fully engaged. Do you have a team? Um, well, we decided that the, my team was going to be the Rabbitohs, which I'm, 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 I'm happy with. I'll, keep, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll still keep that locked in. I think yeah. um, I'm really, really enjoying it. Like... Like because I I can get up early on a Saturday morning and just knock it on and I've just been watching it, picking off bits. I think the problem that I'm having is like there's too much choice. So I'm like having to pick the games really carefully about the ones that I'm yeah. watching. So like um and there's been some absolute like absolutely brilliant games, like the Eel Storm game this week was good. Yeah. Uh Warriors Wests didn't watch that, but the score line suggests that it'll be an interesting watch. So I think I've been I've been just having to pick and choose my games based on like which ones are the most are the closest games. The Sharks game last week was it? Yeah, it was Sharks Eels last week wasn't it? Like that was daft. I thought that was that was the best game I've watched this season so far. I thought. Yeah, the Sharks are looking good. And uh, last year I had Tom Trevojevic in my uh, Super Coach team, so was very manly uh, bias. But this year I've got. Uh, Hot boy Nico Hines, so I'm yeah. very, very much on the shark. Is this year Nico, which is not short for Nicholas? <laughs> is it actually not? I thought it was. No, have you, there was a he was interviewed. Uh, I think after round one, and like it put underneath like uh, Nicholas Nico Hines, and like someone put it on Twitter being like, <laughs> there needs to be an investigation. <laughs> I love how. Um, there was a, a podcast I uh, listened to and they were like, if you wanted to be more, more exotic, it can be either Nico or Nico. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Brian, really your early season thoughts? Uh, yeah, I've, I've pretty much watched most games that I've been on. Um, you know, I've definitely watched all the highlights. I think Raiders' comeback the other day was a bit silly. Uh, I thought yeah. Titans absolutely blew away first half, so them to come back shows a bit of bit of Ricky Spitfire working. Um, Imagine that spray at half time. Oh. The, the, as I said in the group chat, but they definitely would have come out of the, out of the changes wetter than when they went in sweating. He's <laughs> <laughs> like he's got super soaking gone. Called them all. See, see you next Tuesdays, and got them out there. And to be fair, it worked. So you can't really complain with that. Um, I think we all look really strong. Um, I don't think the top four really set themselves. Maybe, apart from Panthers, I don't think any of them really set themselves apart. I don't think that no one's really getting put to the sword that much. Apart from Cowboys putting Broncos to the sword, which makes absolutely zero sense. But I was watching the Cowboys. Watching the Cowboys every day, I, I just think like obviously they've got one or two star star players in like Tom Lolo and uh, probably put Valentine Holmes in that bracket, but they're just like a full team of grafters, just run it hard. Look, I hate to say it, but it's a lot of nut truckers who are struck him not very well. Would you fit in? 
No, not in that team. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, um, watching the Cowboys, Val Holmes to centre. I know they were talking about it in the pre-season, but seems to have worked very well. Yeah, and that, that the hammer's just far too quick at full-back too, so even if anyone gets a break, he's always going to catch someone into... Yeah, so, it doesn't... It, it seems like just winning games by kicking teams to Like, Aiden and Townsend kicking by shot kicking game is just pretty much on a different level. It's like on par with Adam Reynolds, you see, well, that's what's happening. And then... Yeah. So, but then to get to, them to get into that position, they must be doing something right in the wrestle. So, no, it, it is good. Um, loved a bit of bunnies beating the beating books too. That was a um, quality performance. Yeah, I can't um, I can't put my finger on the trucks at the minute, um, just because they should be really good, but they just mm-hmm. look a bit disjointed. No, I can't argue with that. I think I think they're missing the nine. They're missing that Sam Brellis to yeah, go back in because he's ne- yeah. I think Brandon Smith will slot in very well next year. I think he's slot into any team though, wouldn't he? Yeah, but I mean, like that he—he'll be there missing piece. Yeah. Also, not the Eels. I think they've had horrible, horrible injuries, and it keeps escalating. But they're just them to beat the Storm is a solid, solid, solid outing, especially at yeah, Storm. That's, as a mad result. Yeah. I thought that was a really good game as well. That's the one I watched this weekend. Uh, that's the one to show. Well, I sort of earmarked as the one I wanted to watch, and it was a good game in the end. Um, when Ryan Pappenhausen gets the ball and runs, it genuinely looks like everyone shits themselves. I mean, if I saw that mullet running at me, I'd shit myself as well. Yeah, I mean, like flowing in the wind. I mean, I've been there. I used. You've to be. been there. <laughs> You've lived guy. that life. Yeah, I've lived that guy, but I wasn't. Anywhere near as lean, fast, good at rugby, or, or pulled off a mullet like that. Yeah, it's not like I think it's not shit themselves in the sense that they're going to get smoked. It's like, well, oh, like no, in yeah. terms of like physically, it's like he gets the ball and you can tell that they're all like, oh, I really don't want to be the guy that misses the tackle. Yeah. He's an ankle <laughs> breaker, isn't he? Yeah, isn't he? I tell you what, this round four, apart from Star Bulldogs. Each team's kind of like at a similar ilk at the minute. Like they're all performing similar levels. So this this week will be a really, really interesting week. Obviously, Panthers gone. Except Storm Bulldogs, I think. Storm probably do do a job there. I just said that. Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said they're, they're all even match. Matches, so you've got you've got Cheers the same thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Panthers buddies will be good, especially Cleary's back. Yeah, Mr. Hit Shaker, Mr. Uh, Samba dancing himself. Jairo said he'll he'll be testing that shoulder. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what I think of Jairo on the on the edge. I'd much rather have him in the middle, personally. I like it because the interchanging with that Jacob Host, don't they? And he runs it hard post twenty minutes, doesn't he? So yeah, it's working. Definitely don't put Cam Murray on the bench. That definitely doesn't work. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I think the percentage of mullets in the NRLs increased this year. I think everyone's seen what happened to Nathan Cleary when he got a mullet and thought, I want a bit of that, including ex-Dallium winner Jack Whiten. He has got one. Who's your favourite mullet? Tyson Gamble, 100%. Is it? Just because. It just doesn't look like it should be anywhere near his barnet. <laughs> Mine's um, Klomitange. Yeah, sure. But he tied up last week and didn't have the same ripple effect. Toto's on the same too, and he's he's um, he's got a he's now got a bullet, but he's tied it up. Yeah. In the uh, could miss him if he's injured for a few weeks, more weeks. Well, but... To add to the excitement in NRL, uh, F1 has returned over the last two weeks that we've not been doing podcasts, um, which is just funny because we've stopped doing podcasts and we've had definitely had weeks where we've been like, there's literally been no sport on all week and then still had a podcast and we've missed podcasts and there's been a daft amount of sport 
what we're thinking about F1 coming back. Who yeah, do we fancy? Um, last weekend was probably the best weekend of sport of 2022. And <laughs> literally, like, we Cricket. <laughs> yeah, rugby, there was the best cricket, rugby. Rugby league. <laughs> F1. Yeah. Uh, I literally just stayed in all weekend watching watching sport. It was brilliant. Um, but the F1's been, been good. Obviously, massive shake-up. I am going to be shouting for Charles Leclerc this year. I think he can do it. Yeah, fancy Ferrari. Looking strong. They are looking strong. I saw um, an interesting tweet from a guy. I think I don't know whether he works for Mercedes or sort of like knows what's going on. And it was like a power comparison around the Bahrain track, like year on year. And every single turn, they're putting out less power. What like, what's going on with Mercedes? Um. I don't know. I, I read somewhere that Hamilton, um, uh, Hamilton um, changes changes uh, settings to what Brutal had, like a couple of minutes before testing um, on Saturday. So obviously that shafted him a bit, and then he, he was in 16th place, so he can really do much from there. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think. They're all saying that the battle with Red Bull last year just took it out of Merck, took it out of Merck's focus for this year. So that's why they're a little bit behind. But they're up there. What engineer freaks aren't they? So they'll get back there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been good yeah, though. I think um, it wouldn't surprise me because there's a week off this week, isn't there? And then it's in Australia. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. We turn up to Australia and Mercedes have sorted it out. Like, yeah, it'd be a class if it's a free car race. So Ferrari, Red Bull, yeah, and I, I was a bit going to check out at the weekend. Are we um, with the old yellow cap one with the whole virtual safety car situation yeah. losing out on first? But I'm also quite happy Max won. I think it spices it up a bit. Yeah, um, I still think obviously if Mercedes can get back in. It would literally be a three-horse race because of Red Bull two DNFs last week, which was, I mean, and you never like to see stuff like that, especially to check out because I do really like him. But it was quite funny when Max Verstappen was absolutely giving it to everyone <laughs> on the radio when he just was like, when he was just like, "No, if you ever tell me to do that again, I'm ignoring you." Like he just gave it to them. <laughs> He's a moaning little bastard, though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he's not a friend of engine. Moaning F1 uh, drivers. Have you, seen, like, have you seen the episode of Drive to Survive on Yuki Sonoda? I thought it was a nice little, like, like polite, get on with it kind of driver. And he absolutely sprays everyone all the time. <laughs> yeah. I like <laughs> Just thinking of Sonoda, you know, like they first see him, um, like when all the other drivers see him in Bahrain. Is it Bahrain's first race of the year last year? <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure someone like Lando Norris was like, I didn't even realise he's that small in real life. And just like, as he's like walking <laughs> past. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what are your predictions for the years for F1 boys? Uh, I think Max will retain. Um, but I mean, you're an underdog kind of uh, operator, Brad. I'm sure. Surprised you didn't want Nikita Mazepin to win. Do you know what he's playing? He's driving well, though, isn't he? Who Mazepin? Not Mazepin. Magnussen. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, Magnussen. <laughs> oh no! Put that Russian guy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I quite. To be fair, I quite like. I like has to do well because I think uh, their driving principle is just such a guy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've got a pal as well who's put a bet on uh, has to get a podium this year. Nice, and he got odds of a hundred to one. What did he put at fifty p? No, a couple of quid. But I think early like. Before the season starts, it's turned out to be a pretty good bet because it wouldn't surprise me because anything can happen, can't it? All you need is a bit of rain, four or five cars to drop out. Like Ocon got 
Bath Club won a race last year, didn't it? So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll feel strong too. I like yeah, Haas. Obviously, I don't fancy them for to win it, but I like I like that. I think they're they're the team I like the most. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, Brad said uh, Stein is just so funny. So funny. Yeah, uh, but I think it is definitely creeping up to be like top three sports easily. Actually, it's the only yeah, one definitely. that we can if F1's on, kind of got a bit of priority. So yeah. I, I like this on a Sunday as well. Sunday better for sport for me. Mm. Rugby league, cricket, F1. What more do you want? Wonder what time the Australian what time's the Australian race gonna be on Sunday next weekend? Well it'll be well early morning. Yeah, it'll be daft. It'll be silly amount of time in the day. Shall we move on to this week's topic of the week? Or yeah, yeah. I'd like to. First, to disclose that, um, said listeners that each week we're going to do like a top three random topics. Um, so any suggestions are more than welcome. Uh, what have we got this week, Jed? Uh, just to the Australian Grand Prix starts at 6 a.m. Uh, <laughs> this week we have got top three breakfast cereals. Well, I treated it as breakfast cereals. If you've chosen cereals as in, what do you prefer out of rice, oat, barley, wheat? <laughs> uh, then, oh, I've done that option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. I just really like the versatility of corn. <laughs> <laughs> so any early thoughts on That's this? That's next because week. We have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favourite crop. <laughs> we have Top to... three arable products grown in England. <laughs> Cows one. Sorry. Um, my first thought was, what milk are you having on? Because for me, semi-skimmed out of a glass bottle from a milkman is my um, is a, level milk. That's a no-brainer, really. Ice cold, like really cold, like yeah. frosty morning from a bottle. But you should the We've got oat milk in. I have oat milk in my coffee, but I don't. I I wouldn't have it with my cereal. I think it's nasty with cereal. Agreed. So I don't mind the oat milk flat white. Yeah, exactly. Don't we all? Um, uh, I went on a coffee date once, got an oat milk flat white, and the person I was with said to me, "Do you actually like that? Or are you just trying to be cool?" I'm like, "No, I like it." <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. I'm not um, spending six pound on a coffee to try and be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where we are? Do you know <laughs> Manchester City's enterprises? <laughs> um. So yeah, milk. Are we all in agreement on milk? I go semi-skimmed. About yeah. normally, yeah. I'm I'm less fussy on um that type of milk. I probably avoid whole milk. Not a big fan of whole milk. Nah, I'm semi-skimmed. That's it. Don't do skim. Don't do whole milk. Just semi-skimmed, and especially from the milkman. Every nice. Monday, every every Monday, every Thursday comes Urgos bottle. What do you have a milkman, dear Brad? Yeah, it's mint. Just That's got, unreal. Just set up the direct debit. See him. Every, well, don't, he comes twice a week. It's like five or a week too. So L gets oat milk. I get semi skim. What's he called? Has he got like a really good milkman name? Like, well, <sighs> Jenny comes at four o'clock in the morning. I don't speak to him. <laughs> Brad's <laughs> hanging out the window. Are you saying? Morning. <laughs> Some of your yeah, neighbours might be up and about speaking to him at that point. There. That is true. That is true. Right, number. Th- what we've got going third, Dad. So I've got um, the, the the one thing I want to say is like. I think the worst part about growing up is feeling like you have to have adult cereal. So, but I, I've just disregarded that on this list. But my third is probably the most adult out of the three: shredded wheat mini honey nut with added golden syrup. Like it? I just think with shredded wheat, it breaks up too much. Yeah, but the mini ones, 
and because they've got that much golden syrup in them already, <laughs> I add more. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit more integrity to them. No, it, it, I, I've never had it, Chad, so I can't really comment. Yeah, it's a bit left field, but it is really nice. I'd recommend if you're if you're a bit of a honey and nut kind of guy, it's good. Can I also please put this disclaimer? I'm quite missionary with cereal, so <laughs> oh yeah, don't really have chocolate. In my cereal, ever. So, you, you're not going to have any Cocoa Pops or Crave cereals out of me. Nah, that's fair. What have you gone for third then, Brad? Um, was this a tough one? I'd probably go Crunchy Nut. Simply, simply for its versatility, and you can have it at any point in the day, and it's still a top quality cereal. Yeah. Fair. I mean, I don't actually <coughs> have any cereal any point of the day. I, I also... Genuinely, I could eat cereal every day. Also, crunchy nut cereal bars are also top tier. Oh, I've not had them. I've not had them either. They sound Wait, good. Crunchy nut on yeah. top, and then you've got like a milk coating at the bottom. Oh, you never had have... the frosties ones, and they were nice. Yeah, they're banging. Yeah, crunchy nut it's similar sort of milk. No, crunchy nut. Um, that was a staple when I grew up. To be fair, so top of the list. Nice. Uh, in at three. I have gone for Cheerios. Oh, shall I? Any toppings? No, no, just just uh, uh, a banana. Go on, man. I'll have um, I'll have a banana with my Cheerios. A cut up oh, banana. Yeah. Any honey or anything? <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa! What's rogue about having a banana with Cheerios, Bradley? I think adding fruit to cereals a bit rogue. Disagree. See, like brand, brand, not in my top. Banana, and, banana and milk is a very rogue combination. Yeah, but I, I don't like lots of milk with my cereal. Like, if I'm having Cheerios, I don't want to be able to see the milk coming above. Like, I like. I want there to be a bit of. Do I don't want them floating you, around. Basically. With Cheerios, if you don't put enough milk in it, it actually hurts the top of your mouth. No, I'm, I'm, How are I've you never had the that. Cheerios? Just, well, just put a lot in. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like a Cheerio with a banana. And shout out to other fruit growing in stuff. I like um, bran flakes with a handful of like raisins. Yeah, don't mind raisins in my. Uh, I get bran, I get like fruit and fibre bran flakes, so it's kind of already exactly in. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wheat mix with banana is great as well. Yeah. Can I just ask, Pat, uh, which Cheerios do you go for? Do you go for whole grain, honey? Just oh, just, just, your, just your standard run-of-the-mill missionary Cheerios. White, white box. yellow box. White box. Right, nice. I like it. Nice. So, second, Jed? Uh, so, I've gone, I've gone for these for some nostalgia because they got me through my advanced-level ACA exams because I had a massive bowl each morning. Uh, because my exams were over three and a half or four hours long and I had three in three days. So I needed to really stock up on, on the carbs beforehand. Mini chocolate Weetabix. Don't think you can go wrong. They are a very nice cereal. Uh, I mean, you, you can try and argue the point against me, but I know you're wrong. So let's just move on. Yeah, can I just point out, <laughs> if, if, if you're at the top of your list, in some form of mini cereal, I'm going to be raising some serious questions. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I have, yeah, I have realised that two, one and two, uh, two and three have been mini. That's very, ob- <laughs> very observant of you, that Brad. <laughs> I heard mini. I went, I'm sure you said this last time. <laughs> <laughs> I just love stuff that. A smaller version of what it should be. Do you have any regular sized cereals in your top three, Chad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, number one actually is. Um, but yeah, do you not just think things can be better, smaller? Did you ever try the digestive, the chocolate digestive thins instead of the big chocolate digestives? They were That's, nice. Are they smaller though? They are nice. Like density yeah, wise. Density wise, yeah. Oh. Talk. Yeah, smaller digestives. Did you ever get those little, um, those little like snack packs with like yeah. little, not thin ones, but they were just smaller in terms of diameter. 
Yeah, like the little mini cheddars. Oh, yeah, they're good. Mini cheddars are oh, mini cheddars are better than a regular cheddars. I'd argue, exactly. oh, Thank you. I'd argue mini. What came first out of mini cheddars are regular cheddars. I reckon mini cheddars, surely. Do mini Oreos? They're nice. <laughs> mini party sorry. rings. If you, if you really like mini things, especially mini cereals, that's on you. That's fine. What's better, a big pork pie or you melt some marble pork pies? Uh, 1,000 like, times over, I'd choose two mini ones over a big one. Exactly. Right? Probably four. <laughs> well, whatever whatever the pack comes, I don't, I don't question that. Yeah. Um, Brad, number two. Um, with a lot of sugar, shreddies. All right, okay. So shreddies, not the frosty shreddies. No, I just put sugar on. Well, you go frosted and put sugar on, but normal shreddies with a bit of sugar on top. Nice. I mean, I don't mind shreddies. I feel like the integrity of them can get compromised very easily if you put a bit too much milk in. Yeah, I agree. I sometimes used I used to let it. So I used to put my milk in, put shreddies. Oh, what goes first, shreddies or milk? Well, I'd go shreddies first. So it goes in the bowl first. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Did you just say pour milk in first and then pour? No, no, no. no. I was questioning myself. What did I actually go first? I don't really have cereal as much as what I used to. But, um, yeah, sometimes put the shreddies in, put the milk in, just leave it until it goes a little bit soggy and then put sugar on top. Same approach applies to Weetabix, I think. It's got, it's got to leave it for a minute, so... Microwave job, Weetabix. We'll come I on to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I just say, I'm sure we'll all agree with this, if you put your milk in before your cereal, you need to be... <laughs> and maybe put it out. It's like milk before boiling water when you make tea. What's wrong? I had... Oh, yeah. That's a bit weird. Um... Okay. Is it my number two now? Yeah, it's Patrick. So this is a bit of a... This is... You do, there's a bit more preparation involved here, right? So um, at home when I was young, my mum used to... Um, she'd have like a little pot for sugar for people to have tea, but they didn't take sugar in their tea. But they used to keep a jar of sugar for bacon. And my mum used to put um, vanilla pods in the sugar. And it like flavours the sugar a little bit, so it tastes like vanilla sugar. So, heat some milk up in the microwave, two Weetabix, a little bit of sugar in the, the milk. You have, like, van- hot vanilla-flavoured sweet milk with two Weetabix. Absolutely unreal. Oh, can I ask you, are you putting the milk in the microwave not with the Weetabix in the milk? Yeah. Oh, that's a bit weird. And then I put the, I put the Weetabix in and they... They suck up the hot milk, but like I don't want, I don't want, I want to be in charge of how quickly my Weetabix disintegrate, not the microwave. Yeah, you would party. That's the way I'd do it. I disagree. I used to like put putting the Weetabix in with the milk in the microwave, we and it's so porridge. No, nah, it's a bit different. It doesn't all just go into the milk. You still got a bit of milk there, and you put sugar on top of that. You can tell 110 kilograms without sugar iron. <laughs> uh, part of that does sound very nice, but sound it does nice. sound a lot better. I do want to try it though. Yeah, we'll give it a go. When you're down yeah. walking Snowden, that'll be your breakfast. Yeah, can't wait. Sounds good. Do you want full English? No, I want. <laughs> I want this very specific breakfast. Yeah. You know when you used to give people cups of teas and then you have baking sugar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just drawing a diagram for it. That's that's better. Good that you used to do this. So, bringing in a head. Have you got any special requests? Yes, I've got some dietary requirements. <laughs> I can only help this one breakfast. Right, top of the list. Go on, Jed. All right, so I'm still not sold with my number one, but it was just the thing that kept popping into my head. And I currently have a boxing at home because I picked some up and go over the other day. Um, 
I've gone Cocoa Pops because I, I'm, as you both know, I'm a massive, massive chocolate guy. Um, but there was nothing else that was popping to my mind. Cereal with me, I'm a very much what what mood I'm in when I'm when I'm shopping. So I don't get it all the time, but like I don't know, I just kept coming back to it. I think I think they can cheer me up. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think they're good. Brad, number one. Um, very 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 left field, but golden nuggets. Oh, love it! Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, they're a cereal that are definitely better soggy. I think they they hurt the roof of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're just absolute rippers! So good. Yeah. Do you have any in the house now? Um, I I don't have any cereal in the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no cereals, rogue. I'm a porridge man. Unless you class porridge, uh, we've poisoned the cereal, so that's the conversation. What's what topping? So, if you put, you, obviously, you're putting a lot of sugar on your cereal. Do you use sugar on top of porridge, man, or something else? Honey. Yeah, I like honey on top of porridge. Golden syrup well, yeah. as well. What I do normally have to be fair, well, been having at the minute is just like yogurt, oats, berries, and a bit of honey. Nice. Like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I didn't think we would be. Class in porridges cereal. That's what you just said, isn't it, Brad? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. No. Yeah. But I want to shout out this would have been my number one porridge with Nutella and banana. Do you mix the porridge? Do you mix the Nutella through the porridge as you make yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. That does sound good. It's banana good. as well sounds good. Oh, how do you make your porridge? Are you a pan man or are you a um, quick sachet man? M- microwave. Yeah, microwave. Why are you a pan guy? Oh, oh, I mean, I've got the like the pan oats to look to make it look aesthetically pleasing, but I've also got the sachets in the cupboard for ease of ease, ease of use. The yeah, uh, I, go on, Dad. Well, I, was, I usually do usually just measure out oats and one cup of oats to two cups of milk. Yeah, yeah. And I always find that, like, when because I don't really eat porridge in the summer, but like when it when it starts getting cold again, I always find it's like a bit of an adjustment period and knowing how long, like, remembering how long you need to put in the microwave before it explodes. You always, I always get it wrong a few foot, a few first goes. Cleaning a microwave all that's had exploding porridge is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I hate it. Okay, part number one. Number one for me is a cereal that um, I eat very rarely but crave very often. And it's not crave. It's not a pun there, sorry. Um, I've gone for Cinnamon Grahams or as they're now known, cinnamon, Curiously Cinnamon. Yeah, Big mean, cinnamon fan, niche cereal. It's nice. I've only had it once. And at least why I didn't make my list because I've not had it loads. But it's... Very, very nice. I'm also a massive fan of cinnamon. Yeah, you just can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong. Uh, it, Georgia and I both both will, will often say, should we get some, some, some cinnamon grains? We never do. But I think it's one of those ones where if we bought a box of cinnamon grains, they'd probably get consumed in less than 12 hours. Hmm. They're not nice. big boxes either. What's that? They're not big boxes. No, exactly. You just absolutely smash them. Does anyone else have some special mentions? Um, not at the minute. Um, trying to see what's coming up this week that we can divulge into next week. But I think I was actually in the top thoughts. I don't run into so much cricket chat, but I think we could touch on Joe Root. Tenure as captain. Yeah, because he'll probably be fired by next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before he quits or he gets or he gets he has to jump. Yeah. Um yeah, what else is on this week? There'll be some rugby league on this weekend, which we definitely can talk about. Yeah, that'll be good. When's the Champions League? Oh. Nah, international week, week. 
Yeah, it was. It does normally follow international, doesn't it? Yeah, the week of the fourth strikes like rings a bell, but so I think it's next midweek. Yeah, it is quarterfinals next week. Yeah, so got... Liverpool's oh. on for the quadruple. By the way, Everton's still on to go down. Oh, that's quite harsh. Fifth of April, isn't it? Yeah. With the West Ham. <clears throat> West Ham are in Europe, Brian. Who they play it? Question is, Brad, next Wednesday, are you going to be watching Real Madrid play Chelsea at Stamford Bridge or are you going to be watching Everton away at Burnley? Um, it's quite a difficult choice, really. Unfortunately, I don't think Everton beat Burnley be on TV, so I might have to watch Chelsea beat Real Madrid. That's an absolute battle, that. Four points. If Burnley win... That's yeah, 24 points. Have the choice oh. of PSG versus Barcelona or Everton away at Preston. <laughs> it's not far to go, though, is it, for them? It's not a, a travelling far. Bradley nah. will probably be able to get to that game reasonably easily. Ah, you're not too far away from Everton if, all, if games <laughs> in hand are considered. So can we uh, wind this in until old blood money doesn't get you too, get you too far? But <laughs> Well, boys. Yeah, you six points ahead of us, and we've got two games in hand. I'm not saying we're going to win them two games in hand, but to... I said this. I said this to you last week, last time we spoke. I, I, I don't think Everton. I think Everton and Leeds will be okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Watford, Burnley, and Norwich. Brentford could get dragged into it if this stop. If they keep losing, they could have one more team. I can't, I can't see him winning Everton at the minute, so it's a bit worrying. Yeah. Um, this is by far the most reaction we've got out of him yet, Pat. So he yeah, he's bitten quite hard tonight. He's feeling the heat. Bitten? Oh, what is he saying? I mean, he didn't think he's already safe. I'm not going to I'm not gonna rise to this blood money chat, mate. Have you actually heard that they're only going to spend £60 million in the blood money in, in summer? Not going to be spending... the. Uh, Hundreds of millions. They don't need to, mate. They've got a Europa-level team. Yeah, have you seen our <laughs> team? They're class. Imagine if they would have won... Imagine if they would have taken any points up the first nine games or whatever. They didn't get any points in. I was chatting to my dad, actually, about like who, who did Newcastle sign. And we sort of... I think there's a couple of defence... I think we could strengthen the defence maybe a new keeper we need someone that scores goals but the middle's looking pretty good at the moment I can't argue with the middle in Newcastle who's your middle? that Bruno and Shelby Bruno Shelby Gillinton obviously because now he's one of the best players in the world <laughs> um, but like apparently there's this lad called uh, is it Lucas Piquetta who played with Bruno and plays with Bruno at Brazil as well apparently they're both just like them two play in the middle and they're just daft. Does Piquet play for Newcastle? No, not the moment, but apparently he wants to leave, according to Twitter. Was <laughs> 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 you signing Pogba a few weeks ago? Yeah, apparently we're going to sign Pogba. I can't see that happening. I don't know. I saw a tweet and it was like, journalist, Newcastle fans interested in signing Mbappe, and then it was like, Newcastle fans, actually, we just want nine bar turns to, back to Shearer's bar. <laughs> yeah, literally. And whilst you're at it, we don't. We want uh, Gunners Tavern to become um, uh, uh, Gotham again. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I will get behind. I will get behind Saudis if. If yeah, not, uh, all the money, all the blood money in the world. As if you can change it back into Gotham, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I agree there. I think that's that's where the line is sort of drawn for me. What <laughs> <laughs> you always support them if they uh, bring back Gotham? No, I'll say it's, it's acceptable sort of investment when they start changing proper things in Newcastle. So Gotham coming back would be would be up there up on the yeah, list don't anyway. Start off with like poverty or homelessness. So Gotham back in Newcastle, fans can't leave before the 85th minute, like Patrick Regglesworth. 
Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good to me. I'm all for it. Topless. Right. I think that ties up this week. Short and sweet, especially with two weeks off. But um, it's been a pleasure, boys. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah Love to see you guys. Next week. See you, in a see bit. you later. Bye bye.